0: Uh, today, I'm very happy I have my uh, guest, Pete. Uh, we're going to talk about himself and his, uh, his new firm and his new plan in the new year. And everything is brand new for him and for us. I'm going to, like before, uh, this episode is about uh, introducing uh, my students about this business. And also, I'm going to introduce you to some very interesting people who have been doing this business for a while. I will let him or her to share some experience with my audience and especially my students. And then hopefully, you're, you'll also be interested in this business and eventually will join us. Welcome, Pete, and welcome to my episode. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Lei. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for participating and supporting my episode. I'm going to ask you some questions about yourself, and uh, these will be also some information uh, benefiting for my students and audience. Uh, let's start from a very uh, casual one. Uh, can you tell us about yourself?
1: Okay, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Peter Fashar. And I've been in the real estate game for three going on four years now. Um, You know, I guess you can say that's still fairly fresh, but I have a awesome background in sales and marketing. I've been doing it for a long time and I know how to do it correctly. One thing that you probably don't know about me is as of a week or two ago, I am now officially the youngest principal broker on Island. So uh, I started up my real estate firm, First Sight Realty and we just got our feet on the ground.
0: I knew you you just told me that you established your new the brokerage. What was the feeling the moment you established your own firm?
1: Well, as soon as I got my license, the thing that I felt at first was just very liberated. You know, obviously being able to do business and hang your own license and I guess get your your own two cents out into the world. It's very different than hanging up your license with another broker and of course having to follow their sets of rules and regulations for different things but for me it was liberating but then I was also you know I felt that weight of responsibility fall on my shoulders because now it really all solely lies on me and my ability to adapt and learn everything that is
0: necessary to do things properly. Mm, I totally agree that feeling and then uh uh, the responsibility, but you have the the passion to uh, to do everything for yourself. I just saw the mm-hmm. uh, a TikTok video, and uh, there's a person working for uh, Google. And then eventually, he quit the job and started his business. He's sharing the same feeling uh, like you. He's, he's telling us a job is still a job. No matter how good the job mm-hmm. is, a job is a job. Uh, until you establish your new business, you will never experience that feeling you're working eventually so you are working for yourself but well, that's a great mm-hmm. movement i always encourage those uh students who have a uh, strong potential and interest in this business to establish their own firm you know you, no longer you're working for others you're working for yourself and i'm very curious about your your firm your uh your realty can you tell us more about your realty your firm
1: Yeah, so I guess for me, I worked at several other brokerages before, but my current firm now, um, I named it First Sight Realty. So I kind of wanted to use as like a play on words, you know, like love at first sight. And so our hope is that by helping and servicing our clients and educating everyone through the process from beginning to the end, we're going to be able to help them find something that they're going to absolutely fall in love with. By the first time we
0: see it, fingers crossed. Mm. Right. First side, that's your company's name. First mm. side, uh, First impression is very important. A lot of people will make their purchase decision the first time he or she uh, sees the agent. So hopefully in the mm-hmm. future, your company can give uh, the best first impression to the buyer and then to get the deal done. So I'm also very curious about your, um, your experience in the past. You mentioned that you work for many different uh, brokers. You're very young, you uh, you are only uh, 22, and, but you already have like a four years uh, realty, uh, real estate experience. So I'm very curious about in your past experience, did you have a hot moment that make you rethink your business approach?
1: Well, good question, I mean, <clears throat> For me, getting into real estate, this was really the um one of the first things that I did as soon as I was able to. So I actually got my real estate salesman's license probably before I even graduated from high school. And so, you know, that was um that was some of the steps with me. And I actually took my courses over at NICE. So, you know, obviously I'm always checking in here and there to make sure that I'm up to date. But it was um, a big journey for me, especially stepping out of high school and getting into the real world, you know, to actually see things go down. For some of my um, my big aha moments, I remember that there was a moment, I guess, in my first year on the job when I was getting multiple clients while learning how to be a good real estate agent or how just to be a real estate agent because taking everything on a pay, like a test or doing most of the papers, it's very different from getting the boots on the pavement and actually going around dealing with different clients, dealing with um, tough situations, and even just working around our market because right now it's super competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand that I come in a time when there are a lot of real estate agents too, so that just drives up the competition even more. Mm -hmm. So my first aha moment Was after I started working with these multiple clients and I started realizing that it gets really difficult for me to be able to multitask and juggle all the different clients I'm working with. And so being a new agent and getting used to all the contracts, all the different regulations and the rules, the socializer events and, you know, just some of the things that go down in the office, it was a huge perspective shift you know, everyone was super emotionally invested in the process, you know, you get emotionally invested in the process. And, you know, taking the test doesn't exactly teach you how to be an effective business owner. And that's super important. If you decide that you're going to be successful, especially in this industry, is you have to learn how to manage yourself, how to manage other people, and how you deal with them in between. Mm -hmm. So, that's um, that's the thing. I, I really don't think there's such thing as like a work life balance, mm-hmm. especially when you're um, a new hungry agent like I am. There mm-hmm. is no such thing.
0: Yeah, That's, <laughs> a, that's a great change. Uh, a lot of students will also ha- will have this experience from an employee to an independent contractor. So your entire mm-hmm. life will, will change before mm-hmm. you just follow the orders from your employer. So you technically you don't need to think too much as long as you're following the orders well. And then you become a good employee. When you become a real estate agent, you, everything you have full control. The good thing is you have full control. But the bad thing is you have full control. You have to make all the decisions <laughs> on your own. And for those who did not have experience before, so you have to start from the scratch such as you have to learn all the legal terms, legal documents, mm-hmm. and then you have to uh, establish your own business model and including the promotion and inter- interaction with your clients and uh, mm-hmm. your schedule making and uh, time management, everything will be so overwhelmed for you. So get ready for that. Exactly. Just like Pete mentioned, please get ready for that. Prepare uh, for the new chapter. Okay. So you just mentioned (laughs) that uh, the great change, right? And then I will guess in the great change, there must be some huge obstacles, barriers. Okay, I'm very curious uh, about what was the biggest obstacle you faced? And more importantly, how did you overcome it? So for me, I guess
1: the biggest obstacle I've seen is, you know, I it's, it's really weird to say, but it's it's working with other people, you know, that happens to be one of the biggest things because me getting into the game and, of course, familiarizing myself with the legal terms, with, um, I guess, the, the lingo for all these different, um, all these different parties to collaborate together, you know, that puts me in a position where I really have to be on my toes. You know, when you're dealing with clients, of course, they want to know that you are giving them... of your support and your capability into whatever transaction you're handling. And of course, there are a lot of people that will only want to collaborate with you if you're competent enough to keep up. And so that happened to be my first big obstacle is how can I get myself as much experience in the shortest period of time possible? enough for where I can understand the lingo, where I can collaborate with people effectively and really just open up the gates for all this business to come my way. So that's really the first thing. And especially with me being, um, I guess, uh, a young face, right? I'd imagine that there's already a perspective of me getting into the game, right? Like who's this new cat, right? What's he doing? And does he really know much? So I have to get over some of those common stereotypes before I actually do any business. Now, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, right? Like I work with some family, some family, friends, people that know me that I've already established a relationship with and understand that I'm still getting my feet wet. But other than that, I've had to put my notes to the grindstone and really just read up on all the contracts. Um, I hired, an attorney to actually go through contracts with me. And so I went down the line from all the guard contracts that were available, you know, to where I can actually read things line by line, understand what they mean. Um, I went through a lot of, I guess, time management, you know, little sessions with myself to figure out, okay, how long does this take? How long does this normally take? How do I schedule this effectively? What kind of reminders do I need to keep me on track? And what are my habits? You know, because, It's one thing to put in your schedule, but it's another thing to execute and follow through with it. You know, what are my habits personally? Because I would see sometimes I would be completely exhausted. When you're going around, you're showing three different clients, you know, maybe four or five, six different homes in a single day. And then also having to collaborate and mark down checklists for things that they want you to do on the side and taking leads in through a funnel that's not exactly super, super efficient for you you know, it can be very overwhelming. So these are all, I want to say foundational things that I had to overcome. And some of the ways that I did it was by putting notes to the grindstone, actually doing the work, right? Not trying to cut the corners. Um, I also leverage technology. So that puts me in charge of more more of my schedule. I use Calendly for a lot of my scheduling for consultations. I use uh, Google calendar to make sure that I have all my reminders down in one area. Um, I'm creating my own CRM system. So that way I can actually control what type of leads go into my funnel, how often I check up on them and what needs to be done for each client. And you know, when I put all of that together, combined with the continued education training that I've been, you know, currently trying to attend and getting everything done, it really just meshes into the type of person that you see before you today you know, for me as a client and for me as a real estate agent to other people, I feel like that's a lot of what they see at surface level. And that's as much as I'd love to show them that I am competent, that I'm capable and that, you know, of course I will be relentless.
0: Mm. You gave us a very good example. And then that's, uh, there's one point I, I can ex- I can't agree more. That is a lot of new agents they will have the same optical like you. Uh, they, are, they are feeling so overwhelming because they have to learn all the new contracts. Uh, mm-hmm. an opinion will be generated in their mind. The contracts are so difficult, but I want to stop them thinking this way. So you gave them a very good example. You stop the negative opinion. Instead, you even hire an attorney to go down the contract, to break down the contract, term by term, you are converting an opinion into a solution. So that is is something in the future I'm going to share to my students. When you're feeling overwhelmed with something, to convert it into a question with solutions. I'm feeling very difficult for the uh, contract, so I'm going to break down the contract one by one until I fully understand. That is a really good solution, uh, how you can overcome all the barriers, especially for the new agent. Good share. Okay, so my next question will be many other firms uh, already doing this kind of work before you came along. Uh, And uh, you just told our audience that you established your own firm. But we already have so many firms there. What Mm. makes you think that there was still an opportunity for you?
1: Well, I guess, um, when I first hopped into real estate as a high school student, I was infinitely excited about, you know, what was out there, you know, obviously I feel like everyone's heard of, um, a millionaire, a billionaire, someone who made all their money on real estate. And there's different ways to skin the cat. There's a lot of people in the business in different sectors. But real estate happens to be one of those places where, you know, if you want it to work, you just gotta put the work in. And so um, I've never been too shy to opportunities. And, you know, when I see something like this, it really just gets me motivated. And actually, um, I wanna say it, it really inspires me to do better for myself personally because when I know that there's something achievable out there, I am really just the go getter type of person. So, one of the things that you know I'm sure a lot of people look at is you know do they feel like there's a place for them in a certain area where it's competitive and obviously, like this business, and I'm sure a lot of others, there are a lot of different competitors, people that you know want want it more than you, some of them want it less than you, and everyone wants to be in the game, someone wants to um be able to make it out there everyone wants to be able to go out there and say that they made it for me personally i really feel like there was an opportunity for me here simply because there's a chance that there's an opportunity for me here Um, i'm not shy when it comes to taking what i want and going out there and getting it and i've always been the type of person to look at a challenge and ask myself how i can get there instead of can
0: i even get there Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I can totally step. your passion right now. So, there's something I cannot guarantee, but there's one thing I can guarantee today because I already see it. As long as you keep working in this field for another 10 years, and then I think that you will definitely be one of the most significant uh, real estate people here on Guam. So as long as you keep working on it and you know, I always try to stoke the fire. The last question, <laughs> I want to see your uh, the future. What is your vision? What do you think the vision you can see for your firm?
1: Okay, well, for my firm, you know, I honestly have a vision of just building it with the right type of people. You know, initially, I don't expect to just bring in a whole bunch. I don't want it to be just a really big firm where we have this hierarchy system. I want it to be a hands on, you know, um, I guess, get your feet wet type of um, experience. When I bring people in, it's going to be based off of one, their, their work ethic, their attitude. And then, you know, of course, two, their coachability. I want to make sure that the people that I'm working with I'm comfortable working with them. You know, they're reasonable, they're not just hotheads all the time. I want to make sure that everyone does things ethically and obviously in this business you have to be ethical. You know, and for my vision for the office, you know, I really just I really just want to make a a good impact when when I do business with people, I want everyone to win. I know it's a very hard result to come to at the end but I want to be in a business where everyone would love to work with me and of course I like to work with the right types of people I might not service everyone but at least the people that I service and the people that I work with are people that I respect people that I admire um, I love to stay out of any politics really I don't want to be influenced by anyone's politics I'm the type of person that's gonna be super direct with everyone that I work with and so likewise I expect everyone from my firm to do the same and to be treating each other the same way. Um, That's where I see a lot of the people that are going to be joining and locking arms with me here. But in terms of, I guess if you're looking financially, revenue wise, um, I am looking to climb that tower. I'm really just trying to get out there, spread the wings and, you know, see what sticks first. I know first my plan is to get everything up and running. I want to make sure that things are smooth on a small scale because if I can make it smooth on a small scale, and then of course, eventually be able to scale that upwards, we're going to have, um, a lot of room for exponential growth. And that's exactly what we want, especially in a time like this, when things are moving so rapidly.
0: That's your, that's your future. That's the future and fiction of first sight realty
1: exactly and so you know once i get these things done in the small scale and i actually look at some of the numbers that come back in we can start projecting what the next year's plan is going to be and the next year's after that so you know we're in the works and we're forging it all now
0: i can't wait to see your success of first sight Uh, and i think uh so that will be all the information and uh i can share with all my audience about the first site realty and pete Uh, so thank you so much to participate in my episode and when you become a very rich broker i will go to invite (laughs) you again and then to share some great experience and the success to us